Hey, welcome to the Team Babe podcast. I'm Jason, and I'm Babe. And I'm Robin, and I'm Babe. Yeah, man. And how are you? How are you now? <laughs> how are you now? Not so bad, and you? Oh, you know, good. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. I guess. As good as you can be. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't really get any better. It's true. It's true. You know what? I've legitimately thought that a few times recently. Like, I don't know. I've just been in a good mood here and there, which is kind of weird. You have? Me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You'd never know it <laughs> by living with me. I'm just kidding. But uh, yeah, like a few times just like laying out on the back lawn or sitting out on the back patio when it's nice days, I've just been like, oh, you know what? Probably doesn't get much better than this. Yeah. Even though, like, it could, like, somebody could be feeding me grapes and, like, <laughs> giving me a pedicure. <laughs> I've never had one, but I assume that's nice. Uh, somebody could be, like, bringing me spritzers and, yeah, you know, fine champagnes and, you know, delicious strawberries and stuff like that. Sure. I guess this is supposed to be me it's doing like, this. How, <laughs> how much happier would that actually make me? I don't know. Probably not that much. Honestly, like, I got my corned beef. I got my dark necessities, you know, like I got a boom mic now. That like, does help. Things are fucking, they're looking up. Yeah, I think, I mean, we are, we are lucky in many ways. I think the thing that I, the all I really need to be happy is like, well, you, of course. Yeah. And, um, you know, like health, right? And, uh, you know, the kids got to be okay, right? But outside of that, it's like the sun shines and fruit and um varieties of like cheeses uh-huh. <laughs> you know and uh yeah. like a glass of wine and some music and i think i'm all set you know yeah i think this you know pandemic this whole last year because i think we just had like the year anniversary we did. of lockdown starting which is kind of weird it's it's kind of weird me out yeah <clears throat> you know it's like it's just taught us, man, like, you got to appreciate, like, what you have, you know? Yeah. Got to be grateful. Well, I mean, I... Yeah, I mean, it kind of sounds like bullshit, right? But, like, when I have done the things, you know, when you get depressed and then somebody's like, hey, you should be grateful for what you got, you know? Like, you got to put this in perspective. Yeah. And then, like, a few times people have told me, hey, you should try, like, gratitude journaling. Yeah. It actually works. It does. It really does help. But I don't do it. <laughs> It's well, like the medicine is right there. Isn't that always the way? The key is right there in the lock. You know? Always. Yeah, man. Always. Well, what are you all grateful for on this fine day? <laughs> I'll wait. What's yeah. that you say? Uh-huh. Another episode of Team Babe? Mm, good answer. Good answer. I love it. I love you. Well, I mean, like, we're back. We're back on the weekly Team Babe schedule. Dude, we are so back. It's not even funny. That, like, I don't even, I can't even think of something to say about it, but we are. We're so back. We're front. Yeah. <laughs> is yeah. that what you meant? Yeah. It's like if you go far enough east, you're back in the west. This is true. I mean, uh, I think something about the year of the pandemic combined with um, other vague feelings of unease uh have led me back and around to the beginning of the circle that i started out on mm. a really long time ago and it's really strange to be back <laughs> again <laughs> yeah man well yeah. it's like everywhere you go then like there you are 
That's what they say. <laughs> and it's kind of true. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. So uh, speaking, how you been? Oh, me? Oh, you know me. Um, Killing the game. Pretending to care. Yeah. PTC. Yeah. It's like I'm PMA the, and PTC. And I'm on the program. On the program. It's, on the path. It's probably more than 12 steps, though, to get back to really like caring. Yeah. I feel like it's probably 125 12, steps. 1,200. <laughs> we're slowly um, <laughs> caring more and more yeah but uh all things said i am i'm pretty good you know like i'm all right i would love to lose like 10 or 15 pounds then i'd feel like really better <laughs> yeah but that's just fluff it's just stuff and fluff you know pandemic um oh yeah pounds i mean you not. could do that in your sleep practically <laughs> i'm so lazy though i am so lazy about that stuff yeah. I'm like if it's too much trouble, I'll just keep the 15 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's interesting. So, you know, with that as like, you know, maybe like a guiding principle of your personality or your personality type or whatever. Yeah. Now, who uh which character from Golden Girls would you say that you are? Oh, are you gosh. still Blanche? <laughs> Well, I mean, I guess I'd have to say I'm Blanche in the bedroom, but I'm probably like Dorothy, really. <laughs> Dorothy in the boardroom, Blanche yeah. in the bedroom. Yeah, that's me. Okay. Yeah. Now, what about let's take it let's take it to another level. Yeah. What about Sex and the City oh, character? Wow, gosh. Well, because obviously, like I'm Carrie. <laughs> what? Are you Mr. Big? I thought you were Mr. Big. <laughs> Maybe you're. Hey man, um, don't be so heteronormative. <laughs> so true. I'm sorry. I yeah. do apologize. Um, I thought you were maybe that other guy from like uh, True North or whatever that show was called. North. Yeah, Face. yeah. Northern Exposure. Northern Exposure. Thank you. I can't remember. Is his name's like John or something like that? Yeah, I thought maybe you were that guy. You know, making furniture and living your best happy life and stuff. Yeah, I have like a golden retriever. Yeah. I see that. I see you more as that character than Mr. Big. He's a little too corporate, I think, for your style. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause, like, okay. Yeah, I, I get that. Yeah. But you're funny like Mr. Big, where the other guy wasn't that funny, you know? I'm f- I'm way funnier. Yeah. You're way funnier than that John Obviously. Guy. I mean, Mr. Big didn't even have a goddamn podcast, you know? He's such a boomer. It's not like just anybody. <laughs> it's not like just anybody can start one of these things. It's like you got to. Oh. There's a high bar. I mean, there's got to be a great amount of talent for, you know, you to have your own podcast. Or else they don't even, like, issue you a copy of, like, GarageBand. That's right. They're just like, no. You have to pre-qualify. Yeah, we're taking out the the audio narration tools (laughs) or whatever the fuck. Like That (laughs) would be really funny if that was a thing. That would be so discriminatory. I don't know. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, who Um, gets to make that decision? Probably you. Probably Siri. Oh yeah, the AI, especially well. when I have her set to like the Indi- the uh, like Indian lady voice or whatever. The oh Asian. yeah, she's she is very pr- prim and proper that voice. Yeah, yeah. But um, who am I from Sex and the City? Gosh, that's a good question. Well, I mean, considering the laziness and stuff, like right, it doesn't really like jive with any of those characters, does it? I don't really fit any of them. I mean, I'm probably naturally more of a uh, Miranda than I'd like to be, you know, just like a straight up bitch. 
and like real hardcore about everything. Mm-hmm. That's probably my natural inclination. But when I first watched the show, of course, I wanted to be Carrie because she had all the best clothes. But I don't think my personality is that at all. Just hang out, smoke cigarettes, and write like a sex column. Uh, love and the yeah, I could. I mean, I could see myself doing that. You know, pretty much full time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so- but she's too. I don't know. Wishy-washy. So maybe there's like a, a more current archetype. Like we recently started uh, re-watching the HBO show Girls. Yeah. Um, since it's like the year of like re-watching things that you've already seen because we're all out of what entertainment, can, I guess. I guess. Or you just can't think of anything new that sounds good. Yeah. That happens to us a lot. Yeah. Cause... I mean, maybe somebody right now is like doing a re-listen to our podcast. <laughs> If you are, please tell me. I yeah. feel so good. And they're making a podcast about it? <laughs> I don't think we're on that level yet. But someday. Someday. But, um... Yeah, so anyway, who are you, who are you now from, uh... From girls? From girls. Well, I was gonna say, just to backtrack, I think I am, um, Carrie's friend, um... You know, Stanley, is that his name? Uh, oh, um... You know, her gay friend um, with the glasses. I might Yeah, all I can think of is like Antonio. But no, it's not, not that it's guy. Not like that. It's the oh, bald wait. guy. <laughs> like the comedian guy? Yeah. The really snippy um, one, though, <laughs> that has kind of like that shrill uh, voice. Um, no, no, I was actually thinking of his partner. Okay. Um, the one Lewis? who's... Maybe that's Lucifer, something like that. Anyway, Leonardo. I kind of feel like I'm more of a gay man character, really, when because I'm very judgy and I like fashion and I'm, you know, I think I'm funny sometimes. And God damn it, you know. Anyway, but in girls, who am I in girls? Oh my gosh, I probably that terrible English one. (laughs) (laughs) What's her name? Jessa. Yeah, Jessa. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely not a Marnie. New. No. I was mm-hmm. just thinking for like, yeah, I guess that that works for like the laziness. Yeah, for sure. But like the ultimate laziness is uh, is uh, what's her name? Like yeah, her the main, main girl. Yeah, I know. What's her name? Um, Kiddo. <laughs> hey, kid. What, what is her name? Uh, Hannah. Hannah. It's really weird watching. Like, I think that was the first time or thing I ever saw Adam Driver in. Right. Yeah. It might have been his first big thing. I don't know. I think it was. That's why I was so like blown away that he was picked for Star Wars. Yeah. Because I felt like he went from girls to Star Wars and I was like, right. whoa. Because you see him like wanking off or whatever. Right. You know, to, like, he's like this deviant. Like a super like, yeah. not to be judgy or anything, but like. Well, he's meant to be like a aggressive, like yeah. kind of a sexual deviant, sort of a, he's just like wild in that show like his character is meant to be wild and unpredictable yeah he's wild yeah so who are you on girls uh marnie (laughs) (laughs) i thought you were total shoshana (laughs) yeah i mean i'm hot like shoshana Uh uh-huh and hard to get yeah Mm. Uh huh. That's true. And like, I did crack, and then I ran. <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> so funny. That was really funny. I forgot yeah. about that. She accidentally smoked crack. She thought she was like smoking weed. Smoking. 
And there was like a glass crack pipe. <laughs> they kept calling it a stem and blah, blah, yeah. blah. She's like going a zillion miles an hour. Oh, man. That was funny. That's been kind of fun. Yeah, that was really fun. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah. thank goodness for that. That's another fun rewatch. Um, and then so, yeah, that got me thinking like, so we have this progression, right? Right. Right. Like, and so what's, what's the new, what's the new sex in the city Sex and the city analog or whatever, or golden the girls version, the yeah. original four. Um, well, my vote is for, um, search party. I think that's the modern sex in the city because it's like so bizarre <laughs> and it's not all women, you know, that's true. Yeah. It's uh boy, that show is sort of sort of a mind-blowing thing like that last season i think i'm sure we talked about it we did a little bit yeah um but like when she i guess like spoilers if you haven't watched search party you might want to like cut it here but like when she wakes up in the fourth season and like it looks things look like they could be normal right but they're just like slightly off and then like within a couple <laughs> minutes you find out that she, that she is in a place that's been like totally manufactured she's in a felt version of her own apartment but she's locked in like a basement it's (laughs) It's so fucked up yeah dude like it really kind of got gave me the willies it did there was some there were definitely some times where i was like i was like what if that happened to me you know and then i was like it's like your worst shoshana (laughs) it's your worst nightmare i mean like in so many ways um yeah so i feel like that is sort of the millennial version a mm. little bit because you know you've got the prepster, you got the funny gay guy, you've got the actress, the c- cute girl, and then you've got you know the main character who is like sort of a brooding, sort of doesn't know what to do with her life, and then she gets herself into all this trouble, and um, I don't know, there's something about that that I think is kind of true, and they live in New York. I mean, there's a lot of parallels. Yeah, yeah. You know, they brunch. Oh, they brunch. Oh, they got their clothes. You know, they got their their fancy clothes. That was so funny to see. Uh, whatever it was, what's his name? The Elliot guy, or no, the the blonde haired guy in Search Party. Oh yeah, what's um, his name in the show? I can't think of it because I've seen him in so many other things recently, and I know names are escaping me today. But like, yeah. that was funny uh, watching the um like. Uh, the webisode uh, high maintenance thing and seeing him in there. Yeah. Like he doing, was doing a very similar character. Very similar character. But that guy cracks me up. He was so good on Drunk History. Like oh, so yeah. good. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's great. He's, I, he's like one of my favorite actors, I think. At first, he like in Search Party, I was so like, oh, I hate this guy. Like in the first couple episodes, but oh man, totally grew on me right away. What'd you hate about him? Oh, he was just just so catty. So yeah, so over the top catty and just like such an egomaniac, like just gross, like you know what I mean. But I loved how they turned him into that conservative. Oh my god, news anchor. I mean, it was so that was an amazing thing. (laughs) Truly, he's got like his own line of firearms. Truly. so amazing but too close to the truth though dude like gotta hand it to right? the people who made that show wow like if we didn't already spoil it for you just forget it forget everything well, even like, if... i'm good at this just it's yeah. surprising enough to just go back and, and watch it if you can yeah that's a that's definitely like a covid you know as we wait out things 
for sure. A nice little watch. Yeah. Yeah. I've been listening to uh to some music. Oh recently. yeah. Recently. Yeah, uh my friend Jacob came over and we hung hung out on the patio. Nice. Uh, social social distanced and like I don't know, it's weird how sometimes like I've listened to the new or the most current like Strokes album. Right. I've also listened to the most current even though it's from like 2019 uh Vampire Weekend album. Yeah. And like I kind of forgot about the Strokes one. Because it's just like if you have one of these streaming things, like it's so easy to just like add something in and then forget to listen to it. Totally. Or you listen to it once, don't really take it in. Maybe it's like in the wrong context or whatever. Right. And then you forget. Anyway, we were just hanging out and listening to it. And he played a couple of songs off of each of those records for me. And I was like, holy shit, this is really good. Like this is way better than I remember. Yeah. Or whatever. So it's weird how I was thinking about this today. It's weird how. There's something to the, um, like the communal aspect of like listening to music or somebody playing a song for you that they think is cool and then like talking about it. That's true. That really like enhances the experience. Yeah, that is very true. Yeah, and so I've been I've been listening to that Strokes album, which is is very good. And then it made me remember that they played on SNL. And what's even like more stupid about me not listening to it is I remember thinking, oh, wow, that was really good. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. And then so that led us to or led me down like the rabbit hole of other SNL performances because I was like, well, what else did I miss or whatever? Yeah. <clears throat> and we w- we've been talking about, well, you know, part of our our new uh, segment each week is song of the week. Right. It's not like some revolutionary thing that we've never done before. <laughs> but uh, you know, we have the COVID nineteen rejects. That that's the playlist that didn't make it to the original COVID nineteen playlist. If you missed that, uh, it's in season four. Yeah, we or did, season three. Excuse me. Which we did nineteen weeks of. Right? Yeah. Um. Yeah, and so anyway, that I can't remember why, but we were we were talking the other night and remembering uh, some of the like mid twenty teens um, SNL performances by Arcade Fire, who right. have a few tracks or one track in the COVID nineteen mix or rejects, right? Yeah, and so we rewatched um, Reflector mm-hmm. and Afterlife, yeah, or whatever, and those are real good. Those are real good. Yeah. Yeah. This is this whole cool like light and dark theme or whatever. Yeah. And so we kind of we kind of decided that that that's that, our th- that those are the twin pair like songs of the week. Sometimes we have to pick two because they either complement each other so well or because they represent, you know, both sides of the same thing. And I think this is one of those times. And it's also like Afterlife is um, obviously like sort of meant to be like the light side, right? The sort of like... um, Which is weird because like Afterlife is like, okay, you're dead. Right. But I think for them it's like heaven, right? It's sort of a play on... You think they're religious? Uh, I don't know. I I can't really tell. I think that... um, if they're not now, they probably were brought up religious. But um, oh yeah, I think I remember reading about like the the lead singer guy, the Wynn Butler, going to some like uh, 
maybe either like religious boarding school or college or something like in Texas, maybe. I don't remember for sure, but something something that I didn't really expect. Yeah, but I could see it through their lyrics and there's a lot of that sort of um, like language in there. Yeah. But um, and Reflector is the dark because it's sort of like the looking inside, right? Looking in yourself. And uh, anyway, they had this extremely cool like set and they actually had costume changes in between. Great lighting. Their sets. Yeah. On SNL. So in one episode, which is a little bit unusual Mm -hmm. um, to change that much stuff and, you know, a half hour or whatever. Yeah. And they have like a million people in their band and they obviously had like totally custom outfits and there was like a lot of thought that went into it and it was sort of like performance art in a way. Um, which, you know, I really love a good theme. Have, oh, yeah. Did you know this about me? Did you notice? Did you <laughs> notice what? <laughs> I mean, talk to me about a theme and I can get really excited about that. So how do those songs relate to COVID for you? Like, why did we pick uh, Afterlife for the rejects list? I think it, was, it almost made it to a main, uh, like a main episode. Yeah, it almost did. Um, but it's sort of, it's sort of a little little bit grim maybe a little bit like uh on the nose you know because it's like well yeah five hundred thousand people are dead or something like that is that yeah that's right i i think that that is part of it like afterlife there's a lot of death right that's happened this year um for everybody but also just in the sense of like you know things that plans right your plans sometimes die your you know certain things that you have in mind like mm-hmm. so there is sort of this idea i think i kind of subscribe to this where it's like you know you have this certain plan and then things go skew and you think well in my next life i'll do this mm. and that's sort of the afterlife what happens after a certain point in your life mm-hmm. you know kind of does feel like an afterlife it's sort of like you're you're changing it up enough to where you're starting over in a way. Yeah. It's weird because it's like, uh, I don't know, I guess it can take on a lot of meanings depending on what you're thinking about. But like, so there's just like afterlife, like, okay, this is the time after your life. Right. Or there's this religious concept of the afterlife. Right. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that, but that's. Do you, does it relate to you for COVID in some way? The afterlife idea? No, not really, because I don't even know if I necessarily believe in any kind of afterlife or whatever. Like, I'm, pr- I, who knows, right? But I'm. It seems like you're probably just in the ground, like laying there, you know, <laughs> going fuck. <laughs> right. Well, I. Would be weird if you if there was an afterlife, but it was just you like laying in a box, <laughs> going like that's actually hell to me because I have a fear of being buried alive like yeah watching kill bill 2 where she gets like buried alive yeah and then escapes like seriously when i saw that in the theater like i i broke out in a sweat yeah you like had a full pain i couldn't watch <laughs> i had to like i was so fucking freaked out oh my god and then when when it finally cuts back to like after she is like successfully trained with um oren wait no what's his name uh pai mei mm-hmm. um and learned how to fucking like break boards with her fists and all this shit. Like when it goes back to that, like I couldn't, I felt like I couldn't breathe or something. Like right. I was, 
I was choking. I was right. like suffocating <laughs> underground until she like started doing the crazy like one inch punch and then like somehow punches up, you know, through, right. like, six feet of she's left to through the ground. <laughs> <laughs> she defied physics. Yeah, I know. Yeah, man. That's what that ancient mystical, like, you know, Eastern martial arts training will do for you. <laughs> wow, I should have stuck with it. Um Wink. Yeah, I know, right? So I think like reflector though on the other side of this, yeah, the dark part of this uh, song choice is that that relates to COVID and that um, COVID in the United States anyway is kind of a reflection of where we all are at, and it's not good. It's mm-hmm. like you know, as Americans to look in the mirror, it's kind of a bummer, you know. Like we've really um, this is really exposed how <laughs> unhelpful uncooperative and selfish i think we are as a whole it's definitely like exposed some issues yeah you know and i think that like so i think that album came out in like 2015 maybe or something and i think maybe it was talking more about like you know like uh the trappings of like modern life sure. and social media and fame and yeah like, you know if like star fuckers and wh- whatever <laughs> you know like yeah totally <laughs> i don't even know what's that oh yeah there's all these star fuckers um and but, who is that know, again like, like, <laughs> like internet internet famous people oh. and stuff like that you know oh you mean not star children mm. but star fuckers star children <laughs> right yeah um but uh but it's taking on a new meaning is that kind of where you're going with that? i think so i think so too i mean geez louise like America, I mean, looking in the mirror is pretty gross right now. <laughs> or maybe forever. <laughs> but it just seems particularly bad. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, humanity. Just looking looking in the mirror. Like, you're going to see some ugly things. Yes. I don't think it's, like, necessarily... I think we've got, a like, a pretty strong brand of it. Yeah. Uh, as yeah. <laughs> as you know, United States peoples and citizens and whatever but like yeah there's a lot there's a lot that we don't like to see when we uh see when ourselves we look, when we see ourselves in mm-hmm. the mirror we don't like what we're what we're looking at uh, yeah a lot of times and uh you know it's just like it's just a reflector man. well it's very obvious now <laughs> if it wasn't before so um the other thing I like about this band and like Arcade Fire, I didn't really do it for me when they first came out for some reason. Like I kind of liked their single, but I really didn't like buy an album, listen to an album for a long time. Um, but I do, I really like, uh, I like this album and I like the one that has Modern Man. Um, and I listen to that a lot and I, I like everything now too, but it is very, very dark and I can't always listen to it, but if I'm in the right mood, I can. But they also, the thing that kind of gets me about them is that they have so many dang people in their band. Like, they have like 15 people. I know. We were thinking about that. Like, so I I guess, so hopefully, if you have like 50 people in your band, you can charge a lot more. Yeah, because it's like a spectacle. When you play a gig. But like, I remember like, so when I was in, not that this matches up in any way, but like when I was playing with Slam and Patrick. Or with Slam and Jono when I played drums, like there were three of us, right? So it made the the split like pretty good, right? Or whatever. I think Slam was getting most of it, of course, and getting like rooms and stuff of like course. that. But like, 
and then I remember when uh, Mackenzie started coming back and like sitting in. We were like, ah, oh, splitting it four ways. It was yeah. great, <laughs> you know that that he was there and the music was like it made the music like way more fun. But there was also sort of a little like like money friction there. Yeah. So I was like, how can you split this money between fifteen people? Yeah. Do you have to charge five <laughs> times more? Yeah. Like? And how much does the guy get paid who's just like hitting a tom tom like? <laughs> Or playing a tambourine or something. Like, is there a sliding scale with like, okay, well, this. I'd love to know. Did that person, maybe that person like wrote the wrote the riff to the Um, song or something, you know? See? Because a bunch of them are like pretty talented, like multi-instrumentalist. Yeah, I think they're all talented and I think they all should get paid. But it's just like, how do you do it with that many people? It's like an orchestra. I think they did get paid. (laughs) Well, plus, you know, you've got like Hollywood superstars in the band, you know, like Eric Stoltz and um, <laughs> and that lady from Donald Logue. Yeah. And what's that? Oh, Parker Posey. Parker Posey. On keyboards. A.K.A. Dr. Smith from uh, Lost in Space. And John Early from Search Party is the lead singer. So yeah. there's that, too. So that probably increased the costs, you know, those guys. Yeah, I bet their quote is pretty pretty hefty <laughs> so it's, it is impressive like to be able to maintain like you know like a thriving hollywood career uh, at the same time you're in like a very well-known like traveling like pop popular pop they're not really pop they're like alternative rock but yeah like a, a rock band yeah you know? yeah or whatever that's For pretty sure. that's pretty famous that like david bowie introduced to the world at the 2005 like fashion awards for VH1 or whatever. You remember that? That was pretty epic. I loved those fashion awards. I really am sad that they don't exist anymore. Is there even VH1 anymore? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll tell but you. But there is MTV. There is MTV. Isn't it? And it? So down me at in. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> so. Is that where you were going? That's where I'm going. How do you know? It's like you read my mind. Yeah, man. It's like between night night and dawn between realms the living and the dead man oh that's so deep dude yeah wow i won't try to read it in french but that's what that lady uh that's what parker posey sings in uh <laughs> that, that's reflector right that's reflector yeah yeah um well on that note uh speaking of light and dark and future and past and opposites you know i love opposites the tension of opposites. Yeah, your favorite song for many years was "Opposites Attract" by Paula Abdul <laughs> and Young MC or whatever. Is that who it was? Oh yeah, it was my favorite. Right with that sure. cool like the cool cat in the animated like video. Mm. No, that literally wasn't my favorite. Even as a kid, I was like, oh, "That's dumb." <laughs> you know how I am about cartoons. How does that even relate to anything? Why did I say that? Opposites attract. Oh okay, yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Right? <laughs> How are we opposites again? Well, I mean, you're a man and I'm a woman. That's the starting point, right? Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> check. Check. Yeah. yeah. Um, we don't uh, have to expand on that. Okay. Well, I was just going to talk about the, the show that we're watching on hey, man. TV. Is that, is that cool? Grip it and rip it. <laughs> oh, man. You don't tell me twice. So, um, little tin cup quote for you <laughs> so like you guys remember the real world from like 92 you remember do you guys remember if you do remember that means you're old like us remember how there used to not be a real world 
like there used to not even be reality TV and um we were just talking about this. Real World was the first show, but I didn't even realize it was a new thing. I was just like, "Oh, okay. <laughs> this is on. That's cool." Yeah, I love this. Like this is This is fun. Were you like, "I love this?" Um, I was reluctant to love it at first because, you know, I, at that time was too smart and too good for anything that was fun. Like Wayne's World, Nirvana, um, you know, rock and roll, um, anything basically (laughs) that could be cool. I was way too good for that. But you weren't even won over by the, like the mega babe, Eric Nice. Not at first. Like rollerblading through New York City. At first, I was like, who's this? Shirtless. Total poser. Like, give me a break. Um, no, I thought he was very cheesy. I thought, like... He was. He was he a was, kid. Yeah, he was just dumb. And, um, yeah, but after, you know, a couple episodes, they all kind of started to grow on me. And, yes, I did, of course. Of course I had a crush on Eric Nice. Who didn't? Hello? Yeah, man. I mean, you only, like you know take your shirt off so many times before they're like this is the hot person you're supposed to pay attention to yeah okay i got it yeah yeah so um yeah so then i got totally into it but i still was i still didn't think it was any big deal i wasn't like this show's revolutionary oh my gosh yeah no it just was like of course like people in new york are interesting so yeah they're gonna make a show about them it's like they've never (laughs) done anything like this before like the only other thing I can think of that might be similar would be like a, um, like a, a, a talent show. Yeah. Like, um, like what was that one? Like uh, Star Search. Star Search or something. Yeah. Where you would see right. like real people, real people, and they would be like interviewed and then they would go out and like. Do their thing. Whoa. Like sing some <laughs> crazy opera shit or something. Everybody would be like, whoa. Well, that and then. Or Britney Spears or right, something. Exactly. Right, exactly. Or whatever. I watched a lot of fashion um, shows and like fashion file. And there was a lot of that documentary style, like behind mm. the scenes doing these like kind of candid Crawford, like smoking yeah. cigarettes and like doing her eyeliner. Yeah, or something like totally. That. Like so this just seemed like a natural with... progression, I guess, or something yeah. to that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. So like, uh, you know, the supermodels backstage, yeah. and, like they're walking around and like, changing their clothes right. and stuff like totally you might see like some side boob or it might get like yeah you might even see that blurred out boob <sighs> actually you know what fashion file got away with like full toplessness because it was because it was fashion it was fashion yeah and you can have boobs out on that show boobs out it's <laughs> <laughs> my kind of show yeah. so and then there was also house of style was out at that time um and then like unzipped came out and that was a documentary too that was about kind of unscripted so there was a about lot wieners no it was about fashion oh okay you watched it you ding dong i did with isaac mizrahi oh yeah yeah <laughs> that's right that was good yeah that's one of my favorite movies um was and... that where he's doing that nanook of the north yeah thing and all that okay yeah um yeah there was that and then what else came out in 92 i mean there was a lot of stuff that was kind of like new for its time yeah. in 92 like i think that's when nirvana hit yeah with like smells like teen spirit and yep so that. it was like a kind of a crazy time but i think like being a 12 year old i wasn't like super aware of it i was just kind of like what was- are all these dumb teenagers doing <laughs> but then within two episodes you're like this is my life yeah (laughs) totally but yeah i mean i totally i i I watched it 
I yeah. watched the whole thing and loved it. Yeah. You know, and because uh, I, I guess, like, I don't know. I, I think I did, I didn't realize how unique and different and cool it was until, like, maybe the L- the second season, like, L.A., or maybe right. even the third one, uh, San Francisco. Yeah. Puck and... Um, oh, yeah. That got pretty tense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, what was the guy who ended up dying? Of Pedro. AIDS? Pedro. Yeah. yeah. Um, R.I.P. Pedro. Um, yeah. But I remember, I think, I was, so I was basically my life then was like playing soccer, playing guitar, and watching MTV's The Real World. <laughs> And like videos or whatever. That's still better than my life was. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> my life consisted of watching TV and going to school. And then that was it. <laughs> Did you get to like eat ice cream or anything like that? Oh, sure. I ate all the ice cream I could hold. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that that reminds me of the girls episode we were watching last night. And Adam Driver's character is like, it says the ice cream is like, cold mucus yeah or sweet, sweet mucus? mucus i was like oh my god that's so fucking gross <laughs> like, and then you're like that's something you would say <laughs> i was like oh that's which is true. like the same like sort of uh like um attitude you would take with like when you first watched you know uh the real world or something true true yeah, it's I'm like, like a similar vibe yeah like, I'm, I'm not easily born convinced. to judge bud uh, yeah yeah anyway why the fuck are we talking about the real world because there's a new show with the same people in the same loft and it's still called the real world but it's called homecoming real world homecoming i'm like i read about this in the new york times i thought at first it was a joke yeah i was like there's no way they're gonna get these people on there again and like how who anyway we're watching it yeah (laughs) so far there's three episodes totally into it (laughs) I mean, yeah, I'm like. It's pretty fascinating, honestly. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm into it. It's like before and after, and it's like all this shit has happened, and of course they're 30 years older. Yeah, you can tell there's still like bullshit shenanigans and stuff with like, you know, like the producers and blah oh, blah blah, and yes. like manufacturing like you know, Did, uh, scenarios, like disagreements and scenarios. Did you and see stuff? they had cue cards? No. Yeah, they somebody had it like sitting like on their blanket or whatever that they had on the couch, and they were kind of playing with it, and they like flipped it up, and there was like words, like it was a cue card. Words. I was like, okay, so they're definitely giving them direction, obviously, just like they did the first time around. But it's just kind of funny they're a little sloppier this time. Um, Yeah, but it's almost like I, I mean, not I don't know. It's weird to like fan out about. A genre of TV or a show or whatever to this degree. I guess that's what this. That's what we do, man. That's what we do, man. We're what Gen else X. Are we, what else are we supposed to do? But uh, it all—it feels like uh, this weird, like full circle, like it with, does. With reality TV, where it's like <laughs> it, does. it almost like does, it almost like erases all the like crazy bullshit of the last thirty years, you know, with like Survivor and like oh, God. you know, uh, America's whatever. Got Talent. Yeah, yeah what's the it. one where is uh, the fiance? Or oh, wait, the bachelor. The, bachelor, the fiance. <laughs> the fiance. 
Oh, I used to watch The Bachelor when that thing first came out. I was so into it for like two seasons. I mean, I think people are terrible. still rabidly watching The they Bachelor are. and talking about it. Like, I hate it now, though. I can't. I loved Top Model when it first came out. I mean, sure. I was all about reality TV for a while. Um, there were some good ones. Too. There was some good ones. You know. But I think it's really interesting to see these. If nothing else is like we're kind of in a similar situation uh, politically and... Um, you know, racially, all these, all these things that we were in 92. So it's, it's weird, but it's kind of like good to reflect, I think. Yeah. It's just a reflector, man. <laughs> it is just a reflector, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's like art reflecting life and li- life reflecting art, man. And the future reflecting the past. Yeah, man. Anyway, but it's all contrived and <laughs> not actually real. So because <laughs> those people would have never lived together otherwise yeah you know what and i mean it's funny to think about the stuff that they talked about like that we didn't even know <laughs> then where they're just like we didn't know what the show was well of course they didn't right right but you know like they were just a, a group of artists and like performers or whatever that they brought together and you know like uh what's her name the kind of like uh hip-hop lady rapper heather heather uh-huh. she's like I mean, well, yeah. So I get to go to New York and like live for free for like however many weeks and or get whatever. featured on and TV, be on TV and like feature my music. Like and this could seriously yeah. launch launch a career here, right? And it's funny to see like how those people's lives have changed and what they've done. And like Eric Nice is like you know, of course, like had a pretty pretty crazy career like after that like into the late 90s or whatever yeah. and then like kind of crashed and burned and then kind of turned into like a spiritual guru right or something like but he's like hippie. he's like so cool yeah he seems like it anyway like, yeah like the best dude he seems very cool i mean yeah i mean everybody liked him anyway right he's a very likable character yeah so I mean, he's like the... Maybe they didn't like him when he was like, you know, chugging vodka and like vomiting <laughs> everywhere. Probably or something. He not. He might have gotten, gotten into some trouble. There's probably some dark times in there, yeah. I would imagine. Doing but like, you know, gallons of blow or something like that. Something like, went terribly wrong there. Yeah. 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 But that's just the Hollywood days turning into Hollywood nights, man. That's right. So what are you going to do? And it's like, sometimes you just got to bug out and head to your head to your bug out pad and Taos and like that's true put on all the like make sure all the crystals have recharged in the moonlight oh i'm always you have all of monitoring your, that you're like turquoise and your onyx beads and that's right all that sort of stuff yeah yeah so i would like to introduce another segment to the show oh, a yeah. new segment in addition to our song of the week now we've had babe words right yeah and and we've got babe hot tracks. Okay, so now our new segment is going to be the babe bolo. The babe bolo. Yeah. Be on the lookout. Yeah. Be on the lookout. Okay. Yeah, it's sort of Bo- an APB. Low. Yeah. So be on the lookout. We we like to like keep our audience like up to date on any kind of like you know threats, concerns, or even just be on the lookout for something cool, yeah. right? But this week it's not something cool at all. It's a babe bolo. <laughs> okay so for this week it's tucker carlson yeah okay. bolo i want you all to be on the lookout for this asshole <laughs> all right because like um we i mean we are already on to this okay but then we watched uh the 
this week tonight? Last week tonight? What's that show <laughs> yeah, called? The John Oliver. Okay. John Oliver's last week tonight, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yesterday, today, you know, whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he had this whole segment about, about how Tucker. dangerous Tucker Carlson is as an influential, um, you know, like media person. Yeah. Uh, I happen to totally agree, but we were already kind of onto this whole thing because of watching the lady in the Dale. Yeah. And in that documentary, they, they have Tucker Carlson's dad. His name's Dick, by the way. Like it's very appropriate richard carlson <laughs> and his whole thing was like just being the worst was like exposing you know the, like what's her name the lady in the and the dale the yeah, lady. exposing transgender people and calling them out and basically saying that they're criminals because they're trying to like masquerade as other people and i just even though she was actually a criminal she was but that was like an extra element to like the vindictiveness like that uh, yes that dick dick carlson uh you know with which he like pursued oh yeah this person oh yeah and um of course there's nothing wrong with reporting crimes and this was part of this documentary the story of the lady in the deal was her crimes but the fact that she was transgender was really kind of a side note to the whole story of like this car company and all the stuff that happened with that. Yeah. But this guy, he made that the main story totally. and, and kind of like turned it around and made it seem like this was why she was a criminal or whatever. Yeah. It's not, it's like, it, it, it's a, if you were just to pay attention to that reporting, it would be less important that this person like had, you know, felony arrest warrants, like, like, yeah. And a rap sheet a mile long or whatever and was like actively defrauding people out, right. of, out of their cash or right. whatever. It was like a hustle. But the, but the important thing, thing was that, oh, wait, this, wait, this person is, has different kind of tackle. Yeah. This, and is, this man is masquerading as a woman and, yeah. you know, all this kind of stuff. Yeah. I'm sure part of that was like the times and stuff. It was too, partly the man. times, but he really just like had a, like an obsession or something with this topic. Which, of yeah. course, always leads me to believe that they something about that really rings true for them. Or if they find it threatening for some reason, because maybe, I don't know, maybe Dick Carlson likes to wear ladies' underpants. Who knows, right? Yeah, not but, that there's anything wrong with that. But, but apparently... There's something wrong with being a total asshole to like yeah. a whole group of people for really like no reason. Definitely. So, so be on the lookout. Because this Tucker Carlson comes from a long line. Oh, just total assholes. And by being on the lookout, we don't mean watching his show no. on Fox News. Please if, don't if do you that. Can help it. Yeah, please avoid it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there. You know, apparently some white supremacists watch it for talking points. That's not good. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that learning that on the on John Oliver kind of uh, surprised me a little bit. I mean, but I guess it shouldn't have. I just yeah. Yeah, if I see that guy, I'm gonna like throw some of those like Batman things, those little like pokey things, Scooby snacks. Yeah. Oh no, like those little, little like battering. Yeah, um, yeah, around his ankles. You know, if I see him, I'll be like, oh, there he is. <laughs> Take him down, man, Bolo. Yeah. Bring him into the station. Bring him into station. Bring him into the Bat Cave. Yes. For questioning. Yeah. Why are you like this? What is wrong with you? Just force him to hang out with like. A bunch of black people and and trans people. I'll just take him to a drag show or something. I'll be his punishment. It'll be the best night of your life, Tucker Carlson. <laughs> You'll love it. Yeah, <laughs> we you know might you already cry. do. <laughs> anyway, that's our bolo. 
So yes. I want you to also be on the lookout for a new menu item at Taco Bell. You want to talk about that? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> you don't? You don't want to talk about the queso lupa? Oh, man. I mean, it's just going to make me want one. Is it a cheesy loop? <laughs> no, I think like it's a it's a singer, right? Like she has a really hot track. <laughs> like like queso lupa or whatever you mean like what's the song deal deal dua lipa yeah wow, no. i'm getting so confused no 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 queso lupa okay oh this is a different singer a delicious taco bell menu item but i don't yeah. know what it is what is it supposed to be is it food <laughs> well you know a chalupa is like sort of like you know that had that kind of soft like flour um like tortilla uh, it's almost like a pita yeah oh okay yeah type thing like so this is a chalupa which is like that right but i think it might also have a hard shell in it and so there's like queso cheese like the nacho cheese like kind of impregnated inside of the yeah (laughs) you're describing this in the most (laughs) disgusting way when you when you talk about a menu item you definitely want to talk about how it's impregnated that's disgusting (laughs) There's nothing more appetizing than that, as far as I'm concerned. Wow. So, double b- double bolo. Yeah, and if uh, Taco Bell, if you're listening, we've got a new tagline for your, for your restaurant. What? Impregnated with queso. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that gross? Oh, man. Yeah. Well, I would say mission accomplished, my darling. Yes, my darling. Yes. Yes. And uh, I'm, I think I'm, I am on the lookout for another... One of these delicious bear juice dark necessities beverages. Mm. Mm-hmm. Speaking of drink, dark, yeah, dark and light, Oof. dark necessities. So dark and des- delicious. So definitely ne- like a necessity. Dark, drunk, and delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Triple wow. D. I could do this all day. I could do this all day. All day. Well, babe, if I'm gonna do something all day with yeah. somebody, it's gonna be you. Okay, cool. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers, babe. Love you. Love you, babe. This episode of the Team Babe podcast was produced by Robin Fader and Jason Fader in our home studio in Redding, California, with original music written and recorded by Jason Fader. If you love this episode, tell a friend and please consider subscribing on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. Like, all of them. Yeah, like, subscribe, and share. Find out more on our website at teambabe.life. And follow us on all social media at Team Babe Podcast. Thanks for listening. It was good for us. We hope it was good for you, too.